chair. My chin in my hands. Alrighty. Hello, friends, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of The Static Sweetness. I am your host, Alex Walski. A day late, like Stoner does, for our 420 celebration. Joined by my co-host, Tom McAteer. What's up, buddy? Happy day. Uh, you know, just over here, uh, quarantining. Mm-hmm. As one does. As you can, yeah, as you can see, my my lovely bedroom. Yeah, It's a set, sir. Okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we are celebrating uh, a glorious day. Uh, we decided to do it a day late because we don't want to associate with Hitler's birthday. We're not fucking about that. We're progressive, and we're taking the day back. So we're moving yeah. it to 421. So happy 421, everybody. And we're going to celebrate the sweet sticky icky today with some of our favorite marijuana-infused wrestlers, stories, oh. and more. Some of those are gold. They are. You have a funny story <laughs> about Val Venus. We want to cover just Rob Van Dam in general, how awesome he is. And he's probably – he's up there with our favorite wrestlers, I'm sure. Like, in, yeah, in, in both in of general. Those. <clears throat> and uh, we'll get to some other fun stuff if we get to it. You know how this podcast goes, folks. Yeah. Before we get into we it, get though. We get distracted. Yes. Now, we do get distracted, <laughs> but we can't get as distracted as we did last time. It's time to shill, Tom. Mm. You ready to fucking do this? It's on. We can shill. Let's shill time. Shill. Uh, if you want to check us out and download the podcast, soundcloud.com slash sweetness. you could be listening there. Or you can listen on Spotify iTunes, most places you get your podcasts. If you can't find us on any of the apps, if you have a question, if you want to haul off on Tom, just anything, you can meet us on thestaticsweetness at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. Just look for The Static Sweetness. We have a Twitter we barely use. It's at The Static Sweet. Tom runs an Instagram. Tom will tell you about it now. It's our Instagram. Let's not, you know, it's all of us. This is to protect me, Tom. Always. Oh, get over yourself. <laughs> uh, but yes, it, we do have an Instagram. It is uh, at the Static Sweetness. Uh-huh. Fun stuff. Uh, you have a personal one, fr- too. That's funny. Well, yeah, we could... Uh, from, from the Static Sweetness page, you can find all of our individual pages. We're all tagged in the various posts and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, trying to pick up a little bit more steam, uh, you know talking to various comic book artists and sending wrestlers <laughs> nonsensical statements. Yes, you do. Uh, a couple of them reply. Telling, yeah, yeah. Uh, telling them they need to fire Coach. <laughs> I think they have. Like, he's gone. It's got to happen. No, he still shows up on, like, all of their bullshit, like, behind the scenes. Oh, here's the pre-show. I'm part of a panel. Like, the guy's got to go. He's a moron. <laughs> Hell no. He won't go. Okay. Hey, he won't. <clears throat> he won't. It's ridiculous. It's like him and Byron Saxton. Like, Byron Saxton is terrible. Wrong. Uh, all right. We d- we're going to move on now. Dude, I don't want. I don't want so I don't, I don't so want I don't want to sit here and defend Byron Saxton because we have one more plug, the most implor- important plug, and then we can argue about Byron later in the episode. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash the static sweetness is where you can see our beautiful faces on the video feed. You can also see our Patreon exclusive content, which is going to be some backlog stuff, some B-side stuff that I have to put together. Uh, but <laughs> our backlog, which was got to go on the Patreon, I couldn't, I guess it was so much work to get it on there. And I was like, fuck it. It's still free. Leave it free. Yeah. Um, we also convened uh, myself, Tom, his brother, Dan, and our brother from another mother, Carl, 
Carl Carl Bella. <laughs> Carl Bella. Uh, Carl Had Carl and Bella. Yes. And we uh, we just had a talk about the giant release of, I think, 25-plus talent and backstage people from WWE that's continuing. We don't even know about mm-hmm. the NXT and developmental talent that, that's been cut. So you can get all of that at patreon.com slash sweetness for 5 bucks a month forever. All of our stuff's 5 bucks a month forever. The video feed, exclusive content, and fun shit that's coming. It, it's whatever. That was good. We Five shield nuts. hard. <laughs> Five bucks. All right, cool. All right, let's move on to this, man. Let's 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 get into the game. Yeah. So anyway, Byron Saxton. Oh uh, God. Their commentary team, just in general. No. Like, I'm sick of Michael Cole. Uh, I, I swear to God, like, I just it's boss time. I, I want to fucking huck a shoe at the TV every time I hear him. Who throws a shoe? It, <laughs> it, it's every time I hear him say. It's boss time or the big dog. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. The big dog. Get rid of your fucking creep ass soul patch. Yeah, no, that's, get, that's getting out of hand. But Byron, I can't sit here and agree Byron with Sachs you. Is, Byron Sachs Mm-mm. is terrible. Jerry Mm-mm. Lawler shouldn't have been brought back. Mm-mm. Okay. No, Byron. Dude, he, we, we came to talk Tazawa. about Byron. Okay. Akira, Akira Tozawa did a running fl- uh, front flip off the apron. So just a running cannonball. And Lawler said, I believe he calls that the ramen no- or the ramen noodle moonsault. What the fuck? I didn't hear that. That was on Monday Night Raw. That was on Monday Night Raw. Empty Arena Monday Night Raw? Yeah. I haven't been watching those. It's been too tough. I've been watching classic shit. I've been watching every tournament I can get my hands on because I love tournaments. I watched Away uh, King of the Ring today. <laughs> A good one. Again. Again. It's a good one. It's a really good one. <laughs> William Regal wins it. It's it's dude, yeah. it's so good. Um But yeah, the the commentary, it's got it's got a it's I don't know. No, man, Byron's do Alright, do you remember when we went to SmackDown for my bachelor party? Yes. It's how fucking lame we are in a good way though, because we did get a little drunk. <laughs> um we went and Byron was the hype man for in between the commercials. I thought he was great. He made it fun. He's a fun guy. Look, he's not the best announcer, but he plays a role there. I like. I I think he's a great, okay. just silly. Goof. We'll have him, have him play that role, not behind the commentary table. He's not terrible behind he, the commentary table. It, he's average. It's like having to me. It's like having Tom from the Boondocks on commentary. Uh, a little bit. Okay. It's, Look, it's. I may be just defending. <laughs> right, maybe I'm just defending his position in the company. Okay, we can talk about Byron all day, but I don't think Byron gets yeah. high. Okay, I don't think he's he's, he's cool enough. Ah, um, no, that dweeb, not a chance. But we all know that there are plenty of wrestlers that love the sticky icky, which we're here to celebrate today on our own 421 celebration. Uh, Val Venus, Rob Van Dam, many more who we'll be covering. But let's do Rob Van Dam first. Just. He's the poster boy for weed and wrestling. Like, he's the weed wrestler, and I he's known for more than that. But to the like super casual fan, that's pretty much yeah. what he he is. See, right now for me, he's sort of the midlife crisis wrestler. Yeah, like, see, it's it's going off the rails now in a fun way. Yeah, his uh his wrestling career at the moment is the sports entertainment equivalent of buying a red convertible. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's you know he's doing the multiple girlfriends gimmick 
Um, yeah. Not shying away from the one-of-a-kind stoner 420 gimmick, but still, that's what we all fell in love with uh, from the time that I guess you first saw him in ECW to the times uh. I first saw him in 01 uh, after the invasion when I started watching. Um, oh, holy shit. Yeah, up until 06. Yeah. He was one of the big stars of the invasion, or I think post... He was either a part of the invasion no, or no, post no, he, he, was. he was. Yeah, he was big in the invasion, mm-hmm. but like just the fact that you're like, oh, yeah, you know, start paying attention to him in 01. 01. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Dude, remember the <laughs> yeah, Jeff Hardy hardcore title match? Yeah. Fucking like, amazing. Oh, 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 yeah, that's right. I was watching ECW on public access. Uh-huh. Like, so when did you first see Rob? Shit, um... I don't know, maybe sixth or seventh grade, so like ninety six, ninety seven. Whole up and show. Uh, and I, uh, you know, at the time I was just a wrestling fan, so I saw wrestling on public access and was just like, "Oh, this is cool." And then saw the shit that ECW was doing and was just like, "Oh, okay, this is awesome." Uh, and. You know, he did little things like there was always the airbrushed smoke on all of his gear and, you know, the yin-yangs and stuff like that. And I never thought anything. There's there's things throughout my life that I didn't realize were associated with pot smokers because they were things that I associated with my parents. <laughs> and, and I didn't know. Busted. You know? So, like, you know, Nag Champa. To me, that's that's just what my parents' bedroom smelled like. They enjoyed Nag Champa. I, well, I didn't know. Right. Um, but Rob Van Dam sort of struck me as that. Like, yeah, I was a kid. Wasn't really paying attention to shit like that at that point. Uh, and I was like, oh, Rob Van Dam's kind of like my Uncle John. Like, hi, 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 this is funny. <laughs> uh, and then come to realize, like, Oh yeah, okay. They're a lot more similar. <laughs> yeah, now he is a big influence for me, and I didn't pick up like if a kid isn't able to pick up on the weed stuff, then it's not that big of a deal. I didn't pick up on it until I was yeah. a little bit older, until I you know had been around people who would smoke weed. At that point, that's that's up to your shitty friends who introduce you to that. Not Rob Van Dam yeah. <laughs> on yeah. television. You know, parents, you can't fucking blame him for everything. I found that shit on my yeah. own. <laughs> no one, yeah, no one taught me it. It's like, I, it, it's, the shit that gets televised that is okay, but somehow, like, oh, someone talking about a drug, like, well, how are my kids going to understand, you know? They can't won't. Show violent, yeah, can't show violence in video games, but you can show, like, live clips of war-torn areas exploding with people being buried under rocks. Like, that's real shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never understood that that uh, dichotomy. And, you know, the same goes with the weed smoking. Like, you know, now we're past that. You got the street profits coming out and literally lighting up a bowl as part of their entrance. Like... <laughs> I, I don't know if that... So I think... I think that is the lighting up a bowl, but I also think it's a play on there's, like... That NBA celebration where they like they got eat, you know what I mean? Like ah, I think that's like his own special. But that that does seem like he's lighting up a a, a big fat bully. Yeah, right along with we want the smoke. That's fighting. You don't want the smoke. I think that's fighting. I think it's a. Du- I, I'm not saying I I. It's a double on top. You know what I mean? Like it's a dual meaning. Yeah. 
But, but I, it's, I'm saying yeah. we want the smoke coupled with him rolling, you know, them rolling out with the solo cup standing there. And it's not they're doing this. They're doing this. Yeah, yes, yes, So yes. You win. <laughs> which, which was always, you know, in my instance, uh, the tour signal for let's go get high in the van. It's You just look at... <laughs> it is. Holy shit, you're right. God damn, you don't think about... Because I haven't toured in so long, but like that's the show. It's like, like yeah, it's time to it's time <laughs> to hit it. God, all right. Side thing, how how much do you hate it when someone comes uninvited to the uh, the Sasharino? Like, who, oh, I've told people I've told people to go away. I'm pretty sure you've seen it. Like, didn't I someone come with us pe- once? Like, I think we we're at the Metropolitan. I think we got followed by just some chick, and I was like, who the fuck are you? You? Yeah, I I said that out loud to her because <laughs> we went out. Did she stayed. Yeah, we went, we went out the back, like into that little alley, like this the did happen. alley. Yeah, this did happen. Yeah. yeah, we walked back there, and she just trotted along with us. I was like, "Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Why do you think this is for you?" I think when, when we get off the <laughs> podcast, I think I remember who it was, and I can I because I want to fucking call her out to just to you. Because that yeah, shit we'll is ha- not okay. We'll have to talk about it because I don't remember who it was. I think I remember who it is. I'm pretty okay. sure. Uh, but moving on, of course, this <laughs> Look is... Look at us with our rock star stories. Oh, God. We have, we always have a couple. People don't realize... People this, just this is, following us around. This is club stories, man. <laughs> this is what it's like <laughs> when you play clubs. Like, sometimes yeah. clubs are packed. Sometimes they're not. But the stories are all the same. Music, there's a yeah. lot of dirtbag musicians, a lot of dirtbag fans. A lot of, <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, there's so many. Yeah. It's, the, it's the funniest part of the whole business that yeah. and, I'm... And, and, I, re-entering willingly with you <laughs> yeah you finally wrote me we'll talk about that at another day in time uh i because i remember thinking to myself because you know my whole thing always is if you're going to go do that you're going to have the session the van or out back or mm-hmm. you know wherever if someone i don't know talks to me first i'll usually be like oh you want to hit this yes you've been invited you've been brought yeah come with us you're in. Uh, yeah, but whoever that fucking girl was just followed us. Mm-hmm. It was then just, bothersome. And then just stood there and, like, waited. And I it's like, okay, ag- no. like, again, if you want to talk to us, fine. But, like, you're literally here just waiting for a hit. I don't know who the fuck you are. Get out of my life. You, yeah, you, you will have nothing from me. You will. You have earned nothing. You have nothing to give me. Please, for the love of God, go. Uh, but yeah. nope. All right, we can move past this. Is I want to. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Burp, burp, burp. Count one. I want <laughs> to. I want to talk to you about that when we get off. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So, Rob Van Dam. Uh, we watched a couple of his, ma- of his matches during the first season of Matt Static, uh, particularly mm-hmm. a hardcore title match he had with Jeff Hardy on. I can't remember the pay per view. It was so good, though. It was the it was invasion. Was yeah. it invasion? Um, I think it was on invasion. I'm gonna pull it up. Uh, no, it it was one. I don't know if it was at the invasion pay per view. I think it might have been the one before that. Really, I gotta pull it because I gotta know because it was so fucking good. It was the best match on the show, whatever show it was. Yeah. No, it was, dude. Rob Van Dam beat Jeff Hardy, hardcore match for the hardcore oh, yeah. championship. It was third from the top. It was the one right before the Braun Panties match with Trish yeah, and Lita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that show sucked. 
Yeah. No, nah, it did. I remember we gave it an average, so it didn't suck that bad. It was better than we thought, well, but our expectations were low. Well, that was the thing. It was one of those, you know, it's like all the various in your house uh, or WCW Capital Punishment that fucking had RoboCop show up. Oh, really? Uh, RoboCop. But, wow. yeah, man, they fucked up that invasion storyline so bad because it could have been awesome. But Vince had to, you know, be Vince and, you know, look how weak all their wrestlers are compared to mine. And now none of them are stars. Yeah, but there were some people who made out. And it's Booker T and Rob Van Dam, I feel like, were the two. And Stacey Keebler, crazy enough. Oh, were yeah. Were the three yeah. big stars that came out of... Uh, out of this thing and Rob Van Dam he he didn't linger he steadily climbed up Intercontinental Championship got a couple of cracks I feel like I don't know if he ever got a couple of cracks at the title I don't I don't know if the the match with Cena at one night stand was his first time I, I don't know that much uh, yeah I, I I do not recall yes but um I do know that when he finally did get his big chance at one night stand I was not watching the product at this point um, I picked back mm. up. I watched from like 01 to 02. I had a really brief run there through yeah. through Invasion. And then I picked back up in 2007 to 2010. And then my third run began in 2015, which has led to the obsession of now, five years later. <laughs> um, yeah, I yeah, started uh, late 80s, early 90s, you know, casual, just watching it when it was on with my brothers and my dad. Uh and then uh, once I got into high school, my buddy DJ was super into it, so we'd go over his house for the pay-per-views. Um, and then after high school, I sort of fell out with it a little bit, which after high school for me was 2002. Yeah. Uh, Old motherfucker. So, yeah, I think it. I think it was like... I don't know. It might have been the whole invasion thing that I was just like, I don't, I'm out. I don't it shoved care. you away. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it was guys, it was guys that I liked. You know, I, it, it was it was Rob Van Dam. Like, even though he did get the push, he did get title shots. You know, shit like that. There were still random matches where he's you know losing to Brooklyn Brawler level wrestlers in the wwe and it's like literally just vince waving his dick in the air and it's like knock it off dude they're your wrestlers now why are you doing this don't you dare speak ill of the brooklyn brawler on this podcast you son of a bitch we don't do what that. i'm saying <laughs> uh but no he finally sorry, got would you rather me go with the repo man yeah uh no. but he, he finally gets his crack at the world title he wins it it was fucking awesome and then a month later him and sabu get pulled over rob's got weed sabu's got pills and coke and he, that week, he drops the WWE title on Monday and the ECW mm-hmm. title on Tuesday. And that's it. Yeah. That's the end of the reign. Yep. That was it. And that's really the end of Rob Van Dam's big giant push. Everything from there was just... The last big match I remember seeing him in was in 2007, uh, One Night Stand, when they were still weren't, didn't call it Extreme Rules yet. It was just called One Night yeah. Stand still. Um, he was in a stretcher match with Randy Orton when Randy Orton was doing the legend killer shit hard. Like, yeah, he was killing everybody. <laughs> and they had a really neat stretcher match where Rob Van Dam won 
and I usually hate when somebody wins and then gets their heat back, but this one was like Rob Van Dam fluke wins and then Randy Orton rage kills him. Just yeah. fucking Mortal <laughs> Kombat finish him. <laughs> it was it was fucking great. It's it's I'm I'm so confused uh frequently by the standards of the drug policy mm-hmm. within WWE cuz like okay they clearly don't care until anyone finds out yeah like they you know whatever it it doesn't matter like i mean except with weed at, now for as, as far as i'm concerned there's something called a weed tax you just get popped for weed yeah, and fine yeah. you just deal with it uh, i think yeah, they but also say, weed I, I you know it has changed within the last 2 years yeah but, uh, like, you look back in the day, you got fucking Kurt Angle taking, by his own admission, everything. Uh, Jeff Hardy is still a regular issue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, you, like, you have all this shit, and all of these people just keep coming back, keep coming back, keep coming back. But then it's like Rob Van Dam had weed, and he's now some type of like social pariah within the WWE. It's like, like I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Do you think it has anything then, to do with then, the, the fact that he's world champion? Like, is is that something you think Vince is like? Oh, you can't, you can't give us that bad image, pal. The world champion. No, no, I don't. I don't. I. I think it's just the guys that he likes and the guys that he doesn't. Jeff has made him insane amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Angle, same deal. Uh, and, you know, they're not the only guys. They're just examples that came to mind. Yeah. Uh, and RVD, he never stopped considering an ECW guy. He never felt like... And, you know... By the way that he performed, Rob Van Dam never felt like a WWE guy. No. So, like, I've just always been so confused by that. Like, when I found out, it's like, oh, RVD had weed and got pulled over. It's like, Jeff Hardy is driving drunk every Saturday. (laughs) He can legitimately kill people. RVD... Is gonna eat some donuts, maybe. Maybe. Like I, I don't. <laughs> He'll work him off though, because he's in pretty good fucking shape. Yeah. But, he invented know, his I... own lift, the Van Dam press, which is insane. <laughs> I don't. I can't even the describe it here. Yeah. Is he? The the, well, no, amazing. I can't. He does like splits between two weight benches, and then has to like pick up dumbbells and shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So don't say you know people who smoke pot are lazy. Like that's that's not. I mean, I am, but. <laughs> but that's me. Yeah, that's me. That's just because I'm a lazy person. This has nothing to do with marijuana. Um, yeah. It in, it, in some cases, it's decreased my laziness because it takes an activity that I fucking hate, like mowing the lawn, doing laundry. It makes it kind of like, fuck it. I can handle this. Yeah. <laughs> um, except for doing it's the not, dishes. It's it's not that bad. Yeah. But um, Rob, I fell off there. And then by the time I'd started watching again, he was gone. And he was yeah. just hanging out in Indies. But... Uh, a guy that Rob Van Dam, I feel like, had a few run-ins with during the Attitude Era and beyond. 
uh, a guy who is signed for way fucking longer than I ever thought was, Mr. Valvinus, a guy you have personally had a run-in with. Uh, uh, yes, yes, it was fantastic. Uh, the man loves weed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell the story. You can tell the whole thing because I, I think the story we told is on shit that doesn't ex- like is is off. You know what I mean? Not even in the backlog. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it is, it was so long ago, so I have no problem hearing the story again because it's fucking hysterical. It, it was just, it was one of those experiences that, uh, like, looking back on it, it's funny because it's like, how the fuck did, uh, but I was on tour, uh, I was in Arizona, and we're at an MMJ lounge, not a dispensary, you know, nothing like that, uh, a lounge where people who had medical cards could go to uh, rent different glass pieces and smoke there. It was like a cafe, but you didn't get coffee. They just handed you like this massive percolator like, here, get high as fuck. Did they have any food or drink or like anything like that? No, no. Oh, all they had bummer. all they had was just like the different uh, the different pieces that you could smoke out of. Uh, you couldn't buy or sell anything uh, with THC, which was also just a general rule about their medical license, which was super weird. Like, you could have it. You could have marijuana in any form. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you couldn't buy it or sell it. What state was this? So, was this in? Arizona. Okay. It's, I'm thinking it's since changed. It's changed in a lot of places. Like, if you have your medical card, there's dispensaries. I remember driving through Arizona on the Wise Eyes tour and seeing some. Yeah, I mean... Or it could have been New Mexico. Was, I can't remember. It was, it was yeah, one of those two. Uh, but he he was doing advocacy work mm-hmm. for uh, medical marijuana patients. And we play this show. Uh, we didn't have... Obviously, we didn't have the Arizona cards, um, so we weren't allowed to smoke out in the main section of the lounge. So we had to go like into the back room, which they basically made our green room, but it was just like a little office. Uh, so we were going back there. They brought a couple pieces back. Some of the guys that worked there brought in uh, some of the extracts that they had made. So, you know, we had some homemade wax and oil and stuff like that. Uh, and I'm back there uh, with my band. We're sitting, we're talking. And this guy comes by, comes back there, and he's, like, literally in, like, a lavender polo shirt. So, like, even the same fucking color scheme that he wrestled in. Yeah. <laughs> and... uh I'm standing there, I'm talking to him, I'm like, this guy is my size. Like, he's my height. I mean, clearly he's, he's bigger because he has stepped foot in a gym, whereas I never have. <laughs> and never will, uh, I assume. Yeah, no, there's no reason. I'm not, you know, I'm not training for anything. So why Why would I, why? Our in-ring debut? I, under- I thought we were going to be the the battle boys. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, that that is totally made up, but... okay. <laughs> I, I, I understand. You want to keep the Battle Boys a secret. We, we'll we'll see. Nobody heard that. I'm sorry. We'll wait to debut that. We'll edit that. Um, <laughs> <No>. But <laughs> uh, 
but I'm back. I'm back there, and I'm talking to him, and you know, like we're we're just passing like blunts and shit around in the back. Like I'm standing there, just getting high with him. And all I can think is like, man, this guy's voice is so insanely familiar, and he's my height. That's a thing that I remember when I meet people because it's not a frequent thing. I mean, I'm sure it's the same for you. Like, when someone's your height, you're like, oh, shit, you're my size. That and wrestling was what brought us together because we were both like, huh, same height, like wrestling. Yeah. Okay, we can make this work. This is a nice beginning. Yeah, we can be friends. (laughs) But uh, Uh, go for it. So, oh, sorry, I... uh, Incense fell, and it was looking like it was going to set a comic book on fire. Oh, it did not. Cool, cool. Um, that would that would have been really good radio. Yeah, <laughs> but, but continue, sir. Uh, <clears throat> so standing there talking to him, getting high with him, he's telling me about you know the standing of the Arizona medical marijuana. I'm talking, you know, at this point I was living in Maryland, so uh, I was talking to him about the decriminalization and shit that went on in Maryland, but for whatever reason. They still kept, like, they didn't include paraphernalia charges. Mm-hmm. And you still get uh, pop. Not and, anymore. They changed that, but... Yeah, they, they've changed it since. But, like, I remember when they first passed, you know, it's decriminalized. You could still get hit for having a bowl to smoke the not illegal substance out of. I was like, that, that's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, so I was talking to him about that. And the whole time, like, it must have been on my face. Um... Because as you know, my face that gives me away frequently. Emotes quite, quite frequently. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like a silent movie over here. <laughs> um, but uh, after he he walked away, you know, like not like left. He just walked out to the main room. Um, the owner of the place, it, like I, I was sitting there talking to him, and, and he was like, "You recognize him, don't you?" Or he was like, you recognize him. I was like, yeah, why the fuck do I know this guy? Like, I've never been here. Well, I mean, I'd been to Arizona on tour before that. But, uh, you know, I had never been to that area. So I was like, I've never been here. Like, why would I know who this guy is? I was like, why is, like, what the fuck? It was like, did you watch wrestling back in the 90s? And it all fucking hit. I was just like, oh my god, I just got high with Val Venus. Hello, it's... Tom. It all just came to you <laughs> in one big yeah, vision. Like, Se- one sexy vision. Yeah, I I heard the RTC uh, siren. <laughs> like, it all just hit. <laughs> but then, you know, after that, it was the entire rest of the night. Like I said to him, I was like, yo, I... I'm sorry if my expression was odd at any point in time while I was talking to you. It's like, I, I've recognized you, and I couldn't place why, and he was like, oh, wrestling fan? I was like, yeah, and honestly, like, you were legitimately one of the guys that I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Val Venus is coming out. This guy's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I love this. Yeah, he was cool. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, my brothers used to give me shit about him, and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, man. He's awesome. He had a run with the IC yeah. belt back when they were giving it to everybody, though. Everyone kind of got a turn with that. Um, But he, and he seemed, I bet he seemed like a good guy there. And I I can't, uh, you know. Yeah, he was, he was honestly one of the, you know, I've encountered a handful of wrestlers over the years. um, And he was definitely the coolest one. Like, you know, the, there was no like forced conversation. It was honestly like, 
I like me and him had met before. Uh, which is not the case, you know. I met Ellsworth at a show one time at um. <laughs> oh shit! What was that place? Uh, it was some place in Glenburnie? I remember you telling me. It was the office. It, it was in it, it was in Pasadena. Was it on um, Mount, uh, Mountain Road? That was the that's probably no, the office. No it, no, it wasn't the office. It was Coconut Charlie's, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, me and my buddy Mark had a had a blunt rolled up, and I just see Ellsworth looking, you know. Like that distant gaze between Mac and Dennis uh, at, the at, restaurant. at the restaurant. Yeah, like he was looking at me like that. And this was after, uh, like, I had said hi and like talked to him for a quick second. Um, so I was just like, yo, man, you want to take a hit? And he like walked over and he was just like, I just want to like look at it and smell it because I can't. Uh, WWE wellness policy. I was like, ah, yeah, whatever. He didn't seem like a guy could probably get away with it. Like, it seems like they could. Oh no, no, nip him for that. Like, I mean, it's he he would have gotten let go immediately. But yeah, do not pass. I mean, go. I don't. I don't understand why he was there for that long to begin with. Um, it was funny, but they let him go, then brought him back, and it was like I don't know. Yeah, I feel like when they brought him back, the joke may have gone on a little too long because when he was with Carmella, that was fun for a little bit, and then for a little bit, man, they moved on. But then should have been done. But then he came back. He came back dressed up as Oscar during. I was like, what the? Yeah. But <sighs> anyway, we can move past Ellsworth because I do want to mention that Val Venus has since really let his feelings known about Nyla Rose uh, being the champion. He really. I don't know if you saw this. I did. He, I have not. He released a lot of capital letters. Uh, he released this massive tirade on Nyla Rose being the champion and how fucked up it is. And I, I'm going to try to look it up real quick because I don't want to just like completely misquote it. But I did need to bring it up. I mean, even accurately quoting it is, uh, is by it. Yeah, so... <laughs> So, Val Venus says, Nyla Rose's AEW women's title win shouldn't be portrayed as ethical. Um, that's... Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I... Uh, Sean. Yeah. Now, I... We, so we're Nyla Rose, I feel like, supporters after we saw the Rio match. Because we, I was pretty sour on her just based on her ability at first. Um, I saw Nia Jax 2.0. But that match kind of sold me, and all the matches I've seen since have sold me on her. Uh, yeah, she's gotten so, so, so much better. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was even a fan of hers just in general when, you know, it all started up. And it was clear that she was she was green. Uh, but, you know, unlike Nia Jax, every time Nyla Rose wrestles, her opponent doesn't get hurt. Uh, Only sometimes because because let dude last night Nia Jax and Kyrie Sane had a match on Raw and Nia Jax went to power bomber in the corner and just like fucking whiff and you saw Car uh, Kyrie Sane's head and neck just like wrench because she hit the turnbuckle like you know I guess she was gonna like catch it like buckle bomb sort of style. But she just like totally whiffed, so her lower back hit the mat, and her fucking head just 
fucking cranked against the turnbuckle. I'm sure they showed that replay a hundred times. Oh, yeah, yeah, because it was so brutal and burr, burr, burr. Meanwhile, this is like two days after, I mean, not literally two days after, but this is right after Nia Jax talks about how Ronda Rousey kept injuring Alexa Bliss, and she was like, this is fucked up. Ronda Rousey doesn't know what she's doing. So I told WWE to put me in there, because Ronda Rousey's not going to throw me wrong. And it's like, bitch, you... you I heard 30% of the people that you wrestle. You mar- you made sure Becky Lynch got over as fuck, though. You bloodied her up nice and good. That was yes, a nice there's, an- there's an- another mistake. Let's talk about all the times that she's uh, injured. Bailey, Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss. You know, she's ta- she talked about it like she was Alexa Bliss's hero coming to save her from Ronda Rousey. It's like... Fucking two months before that, you gave her three concussions in one match. Like, what do you... That's what friends do, <laughs> Tom. You know, I just... I don't... I Nia Jax is garbage. Well, yes, but... Uh, she, she she needs to go away. Uh, maybe uh, she needs to smoke a little blunt with her boy, Matt Riddle. Uh, Val, Venus, like <laughs> Val Venus needs to not comment on Nyla Rose. It's, you know... Yeah. It's It's a little too Joe Rogan talking about trans athletes for me because if anyone knows anything about transitioning the hormone therapy doesn't allow you to just be a jacked dude with breast implants mm-hmm. like it it changes the way your body builds muscle it changes the the density within your bones it like men have denser bones than women do mm-hmm. just a skeletal thing and the hormone therapy adjusts that. It's like there's nothing, there's no basis for it. I feel like instead we should just change everything to everyone versus Brock Lesnar. Like the Olympics, it's just one team and then it's Brock Lesnar. And you don't have to worry about this anymore. Just all athletics are versus Brock Lesnar. Football, soccer, hockey. Brock Lesnar needs to go. Just one big super team of everybody (laughs) together. And Brock Lesnar, and then maybe a couple like roided up Russian dudes that like we make in a lab. That's what I. That's what I propose to put an end to this nonsense. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad but, we're on the same yeah, page so, here. So Riddle. Yes, Matt Riddle. I tried to segue, and then you and then you did. You know, you, you shut me down. Um, well, you, you I, I kicked I, out. I, you know, we were t- we were talking about we were talking about Sean. Up. <laughs> yes, our boy and, Sean uh, and his and yeah. his opinions. But we'll move past you know, that because we'll talk to, about a guy named Matt Riddle who has opinions we love. He has fun oh opinions. Oh, uh, I want to. I want to see him just like legitimately kick the shit out of Goldberg. He would I want it so bad. He would. I want it so bad. Fuck Goldberg, dude. <laughs> Fuck the feds. <laughs> Fuck him. It's, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, he took the belt off of Bray Wyatt and then fucking tipped. Cool. Awesome. I'm so happy that we continue to value the incredible character that Bray Wyatt has given us. Yeah. Awesome. That is really awesome. good. It's, it's right up there. It's right that the treatment is right up there with Shayna Baszler now somehow winning matches by doing a fucking elbow kick that she did literally in every single match in NXT. But now she does it in the main roster and Wait, suddenly people... An elbow kick? Dude, you know that thing where, like, 
she would stand on someone's hand with her arm like propped up and like, oh yeah, I it. thought you meant like I thought you were doing a, a bit of an Owen Hart yeah kicking you kicked her leg out of her leg but no I, yeah. I am the fool now I am the kicking I am the one who kicks the leg out of the leg yeah no this would like this is now the second week in a row that Raw has done it where she sets someone up for that and without asking any questions whatsoever to the other wrestler without doing anything the ref immediately stops the match because the other person can't continue. And it's like, this is the worst, this is literally the worst booking. Like, I hate squash, squash matches to begin with. I think they're fucking stupid. And that's where we um, disagree. That's a point I want to make clear. I love squash matches. I, uh, why? Alright. So, it depends on the situation. Like, an unnecessary squash. Like, here, here's one I don't if like. It's feeder, if it's feeder talent, if it's, you know, whatever, some local guy coming up just for the squash match, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, I love those. That, that's but, what I'm referring but, to, not Daniel Bryan and but when it's Yeah, when it's people, like, on your roster, because he, he, the two people that Shayna Baszler did it to were Sarah Logan and Indy Hartwell. So it's like, these are not people that aren't a part of your company. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, because now now what happens when they go and wrestle someone like let's because you got to think about it like, okay, Shayna Baszler took him out with an elbow kick. So now people that put up a fight against Shayna Baszler are these impossible tasks for him, because if now Indy Hartwell goes against Ember Moon, who put up a bunch of great matches against Shayna Baszler, uh, Kyrie Sane, Asuka. Bianca Belair, if she wrestles any of them and puts up any kind of a fight, there's zero believability. True. It depends on you who's know. getting squashed. Like if it's, like you said, local people or maybe talent coming up. That's what, and the NXT back when it was one hour and taped would have some matches like that, and they were only squashes. They'd be like three, two, three minutes. Yeah. You know, like which is kind of a squash, but like they weren't just like here. I'll give you an example of one that I loved. The cat and it and it goes in with we transition to talk about Matt Riddle, uh, our last mm. subject of the day here. So he had that match with Cassius Ono at uh, who also got like a yes. Uh, but Chris here, he's back to being Chris Hero. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. He's gonna end up somewhere and be fine. Oh yeah. Um, he uh, like had that few with Matt Riddle where he lost to him a bunch of times, but the first match he, he lost in six seconds, which is that he got caught with a knee kick. I like that. Yeah. That was cool. That it, that was storytelling. Every now and again, you should have that. He caught him. He just caught him. That happens sometimes in, in, in fights. You just catch in someone a story, early. In a story is one thing. Mm-hmm. But like, okay, so what goes on now? That Shayna Baszler squash Sarah Logan, and now Sarah Logan got let go. Yeah. So what do we, what do we do? And and now what happens like like I said she does that and so what all the people that got their elbow stomped before just have these incredible bionic arms like yeah cuz she's done it she's done it to everyone Candice LeRae like literally every single person that Shayna Baszler has ever ever wrestled if you get your arm within, broken you should be out for months weeks you know like you should yeah. some it should be an e- that's an easy sell that's an easy easy way to tra- you know move a story forward an injury angle yeah yeah and instead like for some reason it's 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 the disconnect in the product like NXT keeps trying to give every wrestling fan 
like what they want, and WWE is still just like fucking Vince's stroke off sessions. Well, no, they won't give us what I want because, and I will bring it full circle to Matt Riddle. It's Matt Riddle time. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't know what to do with him. Our weed smoking friend. Uh, he is someone who is going to be so much better. I hope he finishes this contract, doesn't resign, and gets back out to the Indies and to AEW and to Japan where he belongs. Because it's just it's ridiculous that he isn't a mega giant mega star already on the main roster. He's ready. He doesn't yeah. need to be in NXT. The like the, you know. the crowd. You know there is not a boo to be heard when he shows up. Bro, there's bros to be heard, but there are yeah. no boos. Yeah, him and Pete Dunne together is cool, and I like Pete Dunne too. Fantastic, but Pete Dunne should be the, you know, he should. I still feel like he should be the head man in NXT UK. I feel like he should go back after Walter. Um, Yeah, I think he should win it back from Walter, which I, you know, have another six hundred day reign. I feel like NXT UK should be (laughs) almost like not necessarily. like funneled into NXT, but I think it would be cool if they did, uh, like if they threw NXT UK matches on NXT because, like, you know, no one people didn't really know about NXT unless they were huge fans. Hmm. Uh, well, they can only do it being... during they can only do it during the tape shows because NXT is typically live. Um, yeah, you can't throw tape matches into a live show. I mean, that's unless you have something for the crowd during that time. Yeah, be yeah. weird. Which would be completely fine. Oh, I guess. I mean, uh, I, I guess that'd be kind of weird if you're a fan watching, but maybe you could, be, you could do something fun, like do like a house show match in the middle of a TV taping. Exactly. Um, that'd be pretty uh, fun, especially if you're stunned. But just just to like expose these guys, you know, NXT UK is it's. I give it like six more months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, no one really watches it, but it's fine. It's on the network, yeah. and it's a place that yeah, we've seen. Walter Cassiano, needs by the way. Walter needs to be on TV. Yep, but he doesn't want to move apparently, from what I hear. So he seems happy there. So if he does, let's just like Tommaso Ciampa doesn't want to get called up. A lot of these guys yeah. are happy to be under the WWE banner and not have to leave their home countries. Yeah, because yeah. you got to leave your whole shit behind. You know what I mean? You got to mm-hmm. move to the states. You can move to Florida. That's where they all go. They all move to fucking Florida. Um, if they already don't have a residence. Yeah, you gotta live in goddamn Florida. But they got medical now. Mm, Yeah, but it's also, it's also just an insane place with insane people running it. I don't want to get into it because it's going to make me depressed, but we had, we had a fun conversation today, Tom. Uh, We're going to, we're going to start wrapping it up here because we've been on, we've been on for a good amount of time. Um, and we are day late as stoners are for our little, again, it started off as a 420 talk, but as these, you know, typically like shoot from the hip episodes are. We just trailed off and had some fun. Yeah. Um, well, it's because we we reference one wrestler, and it's like, you know what? I got a lot of opinions about that person. That guy. Yeah. But I'm thinking maybe <laughs> the next time we get together, we find a show to review, uh, and we 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 do something more structured, more review like, maybe yeah, something along yeah. the lines of an old school Matt Static. But I'm not mm-hmm. sure quite yet. Again, as we finish up here, I do want to do our last plugs. So SoundCloud.com/slash Static Sweetness is where you could find us download the show um you could also reach us at the static sweetness at gmail.com to say hello haul off on tom and such patreon.com slash the static sweetness where you can get the video feed exclusive content for only five dollars a month that's it five dollars forever it'll never be more Never changing we have the video feed up there and we also have a little special we did 
Uh, me and me, you, your brother Dan, and our friend Carl got together to talk about the massive releases the day it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's up there as well. Uh, Tom, yeah, they weren't even done making the releases. No, either. no, it, we were, it was kind of like in real time. So go ahead and check that out. That's really yeah. cool. That's under five bucks a month. We would appreciate your your patronage to help us get better mm-hmm. equipment. Give us the Instagrams, Thomas. Well, we got Instagram at the Static Sweetness. Uh, we also all, the podcasts are all available on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, all the things. Most places you get it, yes. Yeah, yeah. If you if you listen to a podcast on a thing, we're probably on that thing. Yes, 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 uh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, yes. yeah, from the from the Static Sweetness Instagram, you can get in touch uh, with all of us individually. Um, feel free to bug my little brother. I think that would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because he would not see it coming. Although now he may listening to this. But regardless, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just support us. Thanks for supporting us this whole time. Uh, keep it going. We, we appreciate it, it certainly very it, much. So. You know, we we do not waste your money. It all goes towards producing this in some fashion. And getting a better equipment for Tom, as we always say, I have the superior mic. We're going to get Tom one of these. A blue yeah, snowball. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. That's right. Uh. <laughs> but hey, that's us for the Static Sweetness. I'm Alex. That's Tom. And we'll see you on the next one. Thank you. See you.